What's up, race fans, and welcome to another episode of the Pacino Report. This is the podcast that gets straight past the hype and gives you the real lowdown of what's going down in the MotoGP paddock. Well, it's season 2021. I always get that wrong. I'll put my teeth back in. Season 21, episode 12. It's the Vinales episode. And no, we know that's not Vinales. That's the other guy. That's right. But it's the Maverick Vinales episode. Wonderful. And there's been no racing this week. So oh, we've, we've had time to draw breath. Thank God. It's been so frantic. These, these first couple of races this year have been absolutely insane. So now we can whoa, just chill out for a minute and just assess what's going on. So this week, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about this guy. There's been a lot of speculation about VR46, about Valet, and what's going on with his performances and his, his life in general. So we th- thought now we've got a week. It's appropriate to drill down a little bit, get the boss, the man himself, and figure out what's happening in the valet camp. Before we do that, Andrew, how are you doing? We've got a week off. Are you relaxing or are you just missing MotoGP? It was a really tough weekend again. It was like, there's no races. What are we going to do? Yeah. Because you watch it at night and then you get up and you watch again in the morning. Like, oh, Yeah, anyway, that's okay. Next weekend will be good. Um, it will. It will, it will. But I'm sitting here drinking my shandy. I hope Ooh, everyone in the world knows what a shandy is. Yeah, is, it they will now. Old, is it something that old ladies drink? It is. It is. <laughs> it's, okay. it's, it's not appropriate for a real Aussie, I think. No, I think I think not. You need a bit of what they do in, in the north of England. You make a shandy, but then you put a bit of raspberry juice on the top of it as well. Oh, like raspberry cordial? Yep, yep, that's it. Yeah, a bit of raspberry cordial on the top. I can that's do that. It makes it quite tasty for the ladies, indeed. Ladies, yeah. hang on. <laughs> yeah, it's, there we go. Oh, well. And Manuel, now we've got the week off. What are you doing this week? You just uh, sitting around the pool, having models rub your back, that kind of thing? Well, well, uh, Stu Andra, I have to say that sitting, I am not sitting. <laughs> <laughs> this time I am standing because my back hurts so much. So oh, no. much. I can't, I, All that I time can't... on the bike last week. It's it. It's I, all that I, know that, I know that everyone thinks that's because of the bike, but it's not because of the bike. It's because <laughs> I'm sitting and writing like a, like a hostage here, you know, like yeah. a prisoner. <laughs> but <laughs> but the, be- the, best way, the best way I feel is just standing or yeah. laying. Probably and the best way I to can't, do it. Uh, I can't do this laying, so I am standing. <laughs> I'm sure you can have a go. Well, as you say, you've been you've been sitting holding yourself hostage, writing all these amazing articles. We have been privy to uh, to see one of them that was that was written about Valet in the uh, in the last few weeks or months, and um, you shed a little bit of light on what's going on with with some of his performances. So perhaps we can start there, Manuel. What do, what do you think about his performances? And not just this year. This year seems to be an extension of last year. He really started exactly. to have a bad year last year. That's right. And he hasn't done any better this year. So what, um, what, what, what do you want to start with? What do, you, what do you put this down to? Yeah, I think the, we are talking about this man because everyone is asking themselves what is happening. Uh, how can he continue like this? Should he quit mm. or should he whatever? And uh, the performance of Valentino is really discouraging, you say in English? Yes, Yes. discouraging. Because we have seen him always at the top and seeing him him now uh, position 15, position 17, you know, people are like, what's going on? And they Mm. still think in the myth, Valentino Rossi myth. So, uh, yes, his performance is something that is astonishing, especially considering what 
the riders with the same bikes are doing. Mm-hmm. That's that's right. We we keep hearing that he can't get. I think it's rear grip. He keeps talking about, and he's got problems with the bike, and they keep trying to make adjustments. But uh, yeah, if you have a look at what all the other bikes are doing, and, and it's not just the fact that he's in in a in a uh, a satellite team. You know, you go and look at what Frankie's doing on an older satellite bike. But even when he was in the uh, in the Monster Yamaha team as well, look at what the uh, the teammates there are doing. They got much better performances. So yeah, yeah, and look, Frank, riding Frankie style can, or yes, to Frankie cannot be so much compared because he has a different bike. But he, uh, Valentino has to be compared straight with uh, Fabio Quartararo and yeah. Maverick Vinales because they've got the same bike, don't they? Exactly, they, they three have the yeah. same bike. And you have seen Quartararo has almost won the three for last races. Mm. You know, the last one he should have won. Yep. And uh, Vinales won the first one. And Vinales won the first one. So they won three out of the four uh, first races, the same yep. bike. And yep. he has done his best position, I think, in racing has been 12th. Yes. And in practice, I think it has been 15th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he got he got fourth on the grid there at one point because he got a toe oh, from yeah, somebody. Oh yeah, yeah, it's true. Remember that Ooh, one? That, yeah, that was because he and got a, like, oh. he got a tie. You say a tie uh, or a toe from from Peko Vanyaya, You know, yeah, too. Yep. Yep. But that was not the reality. We have seen him uh, in practice sessions in position twenty-one. Yeah. 22 out of 22 yep. riders, you know, exactly. So, this is really worrying. Okay, so can well, I just ask a question? When did things yeah. change? Because I've obviously only been watching MotoGP for a year and a bit now. <laughs> when did things change? Because, look, uh, Andra, if you if you go back last year, for example, you go back in uh, Barcelona, he mm-hmm. fought for the win mm-hmm. with Quartararo until he crashed. Yep. yep. But then he got infected by COVID. And mm-hmm. after that, Valentino just fall into a hole, you know, into a yeah. well where he can't get out. Because after he came back in Valencia, so he did the last three races last year. And the posi- it was like the performance was like the one we are seeing this season. Okay, mm. last season it was the excuse that okay he was returning for from a disease. It was the end of the season, but it's not that. Mm. And Stu, it, it, and 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 you say rear grip, and there must be something more, you know. Yeah, there's there's got to be, and 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 you've 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 hit the nail on the head there, uh, Manuel. When he came back from COVID, he just hasn't been the same person. Exactly. I mean, it, is it? Do you think it could actually be an age thing catching up with him? His body just can't recover to the same level that it was beforehand, and that's just really accelerated that drop off. Look, I, that, I, I, we published an interview on Pesino GP. I say mm-hmm. we because we are all Pesino GP, <laughs> uh, where he said that he felt very lonely yep. in the lockdown and he he said that it's time for me to think about children mm-hmm. wow yeah so Stu and andra his head is not 100 percent more in racing like it is for peco Bañaya or exactly. for these young kids you know mm-hmm. so and, and there's another important thing if you go to in any interview you you do 
you are asked, when do you retire? And in any interview you do, you have to answer, well, I will think about this after the first five races. Mm -hmm. Then you are not, you know, you can't, you, you are not hungry enough to yeah. compete with these wolves you have around. Exactly. Yeah. So and I that, think. That... So go on, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, I've got a couple of things. So, like we've spoken about, I think I raised it last week and I was wrong, but I'm going to bring it up again anyway about the bikes, like the way from when he, I think I was about to say, I remember when my grandma was born, they had horse and cart. And when she passed away <laughs> a couple of years ago, when Rossi, when Rossi started riding in MotoGP, to what the bikes are like now, like that evolution and development of those, like, you know, as we all know, technology is so fast. Could it be the fact that he's just not kept up with that as he's aged? And, you know, we we're talking about Fabio last week and the bikes and the pressure on the body and yeah, could that it's, be an element uh, the, of it too? The, the, the demand on the body is going up, but conversely, his body is, his body's mm. ability is going down because he's getting older. So maybe he's reached that, that point yeah. Where Sorry, the, yeah, the I, desire, the, the the need on the bike, you know, the demand for the bike is, is more than his body can give. Curious too, Manuel. Like in the paddock, what is what is he physically like after a race? Is he absolutely wrecked? Do you think that it could be something like that? Look, I think it's it's uh, the three topics you mentioned. Okay, the age is the age. Yes. Yeah. So, that is no way. So he says, and everyone says, and the, the that to be at the level of a 23, 24, 25 year old sportsman mm -hmm. with his 42, he has to train double. Yeah. So if uh, Juan Mir trains four hours a day, he has to train eight hours a day. You understand? This is yeah. the age. Okay. Then mentally we just mentioned it the mental approach okay he's not complete he's he's not obsessed anymore mm. because a rider has to be obsessed and i think i have to explain you i i think i have uh, explained this some before here sometime but look uh, speaking with uh, Cito Pons the spanish world champion in 250 he told me that when he was uh, fighting for the championship the first time he took to the gym and every time he go, he went out for jogging he had a photo of the guy mm. he had to beat right. in front of yep. him yeah so he was like in the gym exhausted and then he looked at the photo and he said no <laughs> another 10 times because and this you know like yep. he, he said i woke up and i had a photo on the <laughs> Yep. On the on, on the side of my bed, it was like Keeps the fire. It it had it has to be an obsession to be a champion. Yes. And yeah. Valentino, having been how much nine times world champion, you know, and now he has a serious girlfriend. He says mm -hmm. he's thinking in having kids. It's well, he's got other plans. He's got his VR forty six team. He's got doesn't he want to he do does. car racing? Like he yeah does, yeah but. Uh, Andra, but let me finish. Then there we are the technical part. What you mentioned, Andra. You mm -hmm. know, he has changed so much in this. I think this is his 20th season. Oh, yeah. I think 20th right. season right. in the championship. He has mm -hmm. 
changed so much his writing style. So one of the big things of Valentino, he has adapted to all these changes that came mm -hmm. from the two strokes to the tire changes. And, you know, if you see a, a photo of how he wrote 15 years ago, you know, now they, they put the elbow on the ground. Now that yeah. was impossible to think about. So, and the electronics, he rode bikes without electronics. He rode different tire makers. So mm -hmm. he has been adapting, adapting, adapting. But at this point, I think that even mentally, he doesn't have the, you know, the motivation to readapt yeah. if he needs. Exactly. And I tell you, just to finish it. I have spoken with people very, very close to him, to one of his hardcore friends. Mm -hmm. And look what they say. They say, yes, uh, Valentino has problem with the rear grip and probably he has to change his riding. This oh, said again. by people who live with him. And then, then I said, but, and then look, look how they look at it. Then they said, yes, but when the VR Academy to goes to Misano. They go every two weeks to Misano with street bikes to mm -hmm. ride. Okay, and then they said yes. With the street, Valentino is still faster than Morbidelli, Dan Bagnaia, and they stick wow. on that. You yep. know, they stick. He said when they comes to street bike, he's still the fastest. Oh. Yes, but on the tracks is different. With so is that technology? Because a street bike's a street bike, or Probably because they are not so demanding. Yeah. Yeah. That's that point slow. that you're making there. Yeah, exactly. That the bikes have evolved to such a point. We well, yeah, 21 year old last... Fabio, who's fit as, and he runs like a machine, doesn't he? <laughs> um, you know, how fit he is and he struggles. How does a 40, a young 41, 42 year old. Yeah, but yeah. the problem Man is go... that there is a moment where you have to close your eyes. You know, you have to don't think about. If I get, if, if, if I get hurt, if I crash. Yep. And this is the young guys, the guy who wants to be world champion, mm -hmm. doesn't care. You yep. think that Jack thinks if he get, no, Jack doesn't think Miller. You know, but Valentino, when he comes to a point, probably said, is it worth? This is, yeah. like, it's kind of sad to talk about this because I know, you know, I think everyone's in, everyone's coming from a good place where they don't want to see such a legend, you know, drift off and, and leave in this way. But at the same time, I take comfort in this and I'm getting touchy-feely, Manuel, that if it's nice, if Valentino Rossi is realizing himself that it's time to go, to be able to step away, then if he decided a couple of years back to go when he felt like he still had so much to give. Does that mm. make sense? Like this is probably a bit more humbling for him and it's not going to be as hard to step away because he knows he's done rather than forcing it, I guess. Yeah. Look, I think that uh, Valentino has given so much to this sport that he can do whatever he wants. Mm, absolutely. You know, who We don't have the right to criticize or point him. Valentino, if you want That's to race, you are 46. <laughs> Do it. Yeah, Daughter, that's yeah. that's exactly right. And and look to to put this in perspective, I can guarantee we're we're twenty minutes in here, and I can guarantee that there's hundreds of thousands of people of, of all the millions of people that listen and watch the Bassino Report. There's there's thousands of them that are going. You pull your heads in. You don't know what you're talking about. He's still out there yeah. on the track, and so and yes, put it in perspective. We we respect and understand the fact that he's still out there, and look, he's he's beating he's not terrible. He beats, exactly. He's beating Tito and <laughs> he's Ica. still one of the best 20, huh. 30, 40 riders in the world. Yeah, beating Tito and beating Savadori, and you know, 
three years. Yeah, and, and look, he's, people say, because there are people who say he is destroying his myth, right? Why? No, he will, what he has done, he did. And yes, nobody is he, can, he can finish it off however he bloody wants. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And the thing is, uh, people say, no, because it's sad to see him here. Look, at, as long as, mm -hmm. as he enjoys what yep. he's doing, let him do it. Yeah, that's it. But I think that's that's one of the things that I have noticed this year is that the like that guy that's behind you there, that smiling face, I haven't seen that as much this year. You know, it does seem like he's starting to realize that the enjoyment's not there anymore. Do you think that's also largely because of the um, the amount of time and focus that he's having to take with looking after the VR46 team and to grow the VR46 team as well? No, look, Valentino, yes, I, uh, I really doubt that he's enjoying riding 15th, you know, mm -hmm. he, I know him, and the winner is a winner, but, uh, and I have to tell you about the VR46, probably he spends, how much, five minutes, 10 minutes a day, you think, right, <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. he's got people you know, that do that. Claro, he has an organization behind, you yeah. know, he has a lot of people, and I have uh, been speaking with Ducati about the negotiations mm -hmm. VR46 is having with them. Newsflash. And they told me, and they told me we haven't spoken a word with Valentino. <laughs> you Love know, the media. Right. It's more right. no no. It's more Ucho. You know Ucho. Yeah. Yep. His 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 uh, his best closest friend. friend. Yep. And there is another one. There are basically three others who take care of this. Mm -hmm. Valentino races enjoys and he puts his name you know obviously yeah. at the end when they get to valentino he's the one who say yes or no but mm. it's when the plate is done you know the the plate is finished yeah okay so so talking about the vr46 team you alluded there to some ducati conversations um so we've also been hearing about aprilia and suzuki have you got any any inside line there what's what's your yeah, thinking look, I, I have to write down the name of the sponsor because I, I will learn it. But uh, you know that before Aramco. the Spanish Aramco, yes, that is the biggest oil company in the world. Mm -hmm. And I think I heard that it's probably the company with the highest value on the stock market. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I've, so, I've read all sorts of reports about about the politics of it and all that sort of stuff. But I, yeah, we, let's, I don't want to get into that. So he's, he's got the funds. Yes. Okay. So they announced an uh, agreement for five years. From yep. 2022 to 2026, Aramco will be main sponsor of VR46. Mm -hmm. Officially, there are no figures, but it's, it's pretty much like they will get 15 million per season. Yep which may, will make uh, the future VR46 by far the most healthy, let's say healthy, satellite mm -hmm. team in the championship and probably yep. much healthier than uh, some of the factory teams. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, okay. the factory Suzuki team, definitely. Okay, so said this, when they did the announcement, they showed how the bike will look like in 2022. I saw that one, yep. And they showed it on a Yamaha. Yeah. Yep. The bike yep. was a Yamaha. 
So this open, obviously, all type of speculations, mm -hmm. right? Okay, so look, let's do the best thing is like approach this like an engineer does, Stu, and you know this very well. You just take out of the equation all what is useless, yep. right? To understand this. So let's have a look at the six brands that are in the championship to see, to, to try to link it with the future VR46 MotoGP team. Okay, we yep. have six brands. It won't be a Honda, right? No. Honda is out of the game. It mm -hmm. won't be a KTM. No, right? that, I was going to say, those two, they're, they're locked uh, up. Yeah. Locked up. Then, it won't be a Suzuki because Suzuki won't have a satellite team. Mm -hmm. And this is what creates a lot of confusion. And then we, we got three left. Ducati, Aprilia, and Yamaha. Okay. The boss of Aprilia said to the Italian TV in Jerez that it, uh, he doesn't think they are ready to support the VR46 yeah. Aprilia is out. Mm -hmm. Two last. We have Ducati and we have Yamaha. And mm -hmm. both admit that they are negotiating with the VR46. Mm -hmm. Basically, Ducati is waiting because uh, the priority of the VR46 is Yamaha. Okay. Yep. That's their they, preferred choice. Yeah. But they have already negotiated with Ducati. So if Yamaha doesn't work, they have already, they know how already they approach with Ducati. Okay. Right. Uh -huh. So I was so surprised of this mm. Yamaha option that I contacted Yamaha. Because okay. for me it was so, so strange. Because the question is, why should Yamaha leave Petronas team? SRT, yeah. That, that was going to be my next question. Yeah, a team that is uh, three years old, that has brought brilliant result. Oh, yeah. That has a huge sponsor, one of the biggest sponsors. Can they the do panel. both? They can't do both? Oh, sure. And <laughs> <laughs> that has a big sponsor and that has done the favor to Yamaha to bring in a Valentino, to take Valentino. Yep. So why should they leave them? Because Yamaha will never do six bikes. They will do just four bikes. Mm. So they have to choose. And I contacted Yamaha and I got a WhatsApp from Mr. Lee Jarvis. And he admitted to me, yes, we are negotiating both. It's Japan who will decide it. Uh, not okay. us, because yep. it's a strategic move. Mm -hmm. yep. It's beyond the sport. Yeah, exactly. Right? It is. Yeah. Because look, just think it's it's uh, geopolitics, more or less. Mm. Commercial geopolitics. Because Petronas is very strong in Southeast Asia. It's a strong brand, you know, very strong, big company. Mm -hmm. In fact, I think that bigger than them, only Amar Aramco could be, you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, when you look so, at petroleum giants, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but on the other side, having a link with uh, Aramco, Middle East, they are pretending to build a real uh, motor city, city yep. of the motorsport in Saudi Arabia. So mm -hmm. what happened on the other side? Obviously, Petronas or the team owner of Petronas is so upset with Yamaha. 
he feels yeah. like Yamaha is treating him like a dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's so uh, unhappy with how Lee Jarvis is managing this situation. He thinks yep. this so is Mr. After- Rizali you're talking about. Razlan Razali, exactly. So after Jerez, he flew back home. Mm -hmm. And I was told that his intention, and I can say this open because I have said this also to Yamaha, his intention is to jump over Lin Jarvis and go straight to talk with the Japanese. Right. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough too. Yeah, he has nothing to lose. The same that that, uh, Maverick Vinales did. Yes, that's right. Exactly the same. Yep. Okay, the problem is, Stu, that they are, the Japanese are in their golden week. They are holidays. Oh, they are too. <laughs> yes. It's golden week. Yes. It's golden week in Japan and they everything yep. is closed until uh, May 10th. I think it's today, yep. May 10th. Oh, yeah. Okay, so. so uh, he's now- basically had a holiday in Japan. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, uh, Jarvis told me that uh, they will start to talk now after yep. this golden week. They will decide in uh, May, and then in June they will sit down with the one they have decided with and talk. Mm. So it's now it's completely open. You know, it's yeah. between Yamaha and Ducati. Important thing. Mm. The idea of the new VR46 is not to build a huge team, a brilliant team. They understand very well that they have to learn because it's not the same yeah. to run a Moto2 team. They know they have to learn the, you know, uh, how to manage it, how to organize organization, the, you know, all this stuff. So mm. in the theory, what, uh, VR46 wants at least the first two years is to be like a con- continuity of VR46 in Moto2. Yep. Yep. And the riders they were thinking about was ob- obviously Luca Marini mm-hmm. and uh, how is the rider in Moto2? Vezeki. So this nice. is a little yep. bit the idea. And yeah. this, I imagine, this immediately opens the questions. What about this guy? <laughs> that was my next question. Exactly. Oh, go on, rewind. <gasps> yeah. But so what, I, what I about asked, Rossi? I, Is he not going to go to the VR46 MotoGP team? Claro, this is the question. So, Ducati told me there is there would be no sense that Valentino Rossi finishes his career on the Ducati. They yep. admit it would mm-hmm. be pff, nonsense, you know. Even yeah, it'd be all his career on Yamaha, and yeah. he finished with Ducati. That way, we know, you know, worse impossible. So they said, "Look, it's very unlikely that he finishes." He would. They say it wouldn't have sense. Okay, so <laughs> if the VR46 ends with Ducati. There will be no Valentino there. Valentino, yeah. you can count that he will continue with SRT and finish there his career. Okay, so so we could see. So hang next on, hang year, on, hang on, hang on. Uh, oh, so on because yeah. this is you have to follow that because if not you get lost. Okay, 
If yeah. the PR46 is Ducati, Valentino will stay in Yamaha. Correct? Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's... Yes. Yeah, yep, go. Yep. If Yamaha chooses VR46 as a satellite... SRT... No. Would go to... No, what, what, do they just yes. disappear as a team? No, 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 no. Or they go to Ducati? <laughs> no, if Yamaha... Yes, but hang on. If Yamaha <laughs> decides that their satellite team is VR46, who will be their riders? One is Valentino, and the other one will be his his, uh, brother. Yeah, Marini. Okay, then uh, SRT will have to go to Ducati. Uh Uh-huh. I'm confused. (laughs) Because, okay, did we get it? Because you have to, then there are another question. There are other two. Uh, yeah, you still got, you've still got, you got Morbidelli, at least looking for a and, seat. And Peco Bagnaia. And Peco, yeah. Okay, so I, I asked Ducati, could happen that Peco could be a VR46 team rider? They say no, because that team would be kind of a very junior team. Right. Yeah. And now, now if... If you listeners and viewers have got here understanding, <laughs> Andra, Andra has Please given up. I'm switched off. I'm just like, <laughs> Andra has given up. I'm just She's listening doing... to the punchline. Then look at the situation. Yamaha, no, VR46 is trying to take away the satellite team from SRT. Yes. You know, they want to push yep. Team Petron outside. But what yeah. happens? But but the Morbidelli... owner of VR46 is no, riding no. for SRT. No, the no. <laughs> Morbidelli has a contract with SRT. SRT. But so, if they go to Ducati, Ducati's saying that he Oh my god, it's no, very no, no, messy. No, no, no. No, look at this. Morbidelli has a contract with Team Petronas. Yes. Okay. And he has a contract for next year as well. Yep. So VR46 is trying to steal the Yamahas from the Team Petronas. Mm-hmm. And the, this is very bad for Morbidelli. So imagine Morbidelli's career managing, the one who manages Morbidelli is VR46. That are the same who are trying to take away his bike. <laughs> in fact, that's what I'm getting you at. understand? <laughs> it's just look at Andrew, Andrew's just like, oh. Oh, so the same Honestly, guy you who you explode your mind trying to figure this out. Yeah, but oh. the same guys who 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 take care of Morbidelli's future are ruining are his to, career. Yeah, no wonder he's been a bit down lately. Yes, yeah. and oh. and oh but you know that Morbidelli on his contract. You know the story. He has a clause that says in 2022. I will have a factory bike. Yeah. But yep. it, it doesn't say which bike. Which team or which. Yeah. No. Could be because... a Ducati. <laughs> when, exactly. When he signed, Team Petronas didn't know, was not sure which, which bikes they would have in 2022. Yeah. You understand this crazy wow. mess around? This is a whole other element I didn't have never even considered. <laughs> yeah. As Manuel said, it's like geopolitics. It's all this. Stuff happening and I thought just working out is affecting what, all these other things. Like what riders yeah, but imagine, riding for which so, team sorry, Andra, was enough. 
Yes. I- imagine, imagine VR46 gets the Yamaha, right? So yep. Morbidelli is pushed out of Yamaha and Morbidelli will see Valentino and his brother on mm. his bike. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's insane. Oh, that, that's yeah. crazy. You have to, you have to understand this. You have to take a piece of paper and write it down in the old style. You know, we should have had full strength beer and forgot about the lemonade. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, forget the shandy. We need the vodka. <laughs> <laughs> oh do. my god, that is insane. So that's that's the crazy situation. But we will know the result until I think it will be announced in Mugello. Yeah, they were saying um, end of June, beginning of July, the absolute latest. All this has to be sorted out because they need the time to set up the new structures. Yeah, and and as soon as the Japanese decide that will be in May, it will be filtered. You know, they can't uh, hide this until it's official. Impossible. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, so where's Valentino Rossi riding? Nobody uh, on a Yamaha. That's for sure. He's riding mini bikes. No, he will ride on a Yamaha. The problem is where. Oh my yeah, god! On where? which team? Who for? Yeah, for which team yeah, exactly? Exactly. But what wow, happened that's... to him having his last season on a bike with his brother? Well, I think that would be fantastic on a bike. No, it has to be on a Yamaha because you really you can't imagine him uh, quitting on another bike than a mm-hmm. Yamaha. On a Ducati, yeah. it won't happen. On an Aprilia, that would be romantic. Like, I started with an Aprilia, I finished on an Aprilia. It won't happen because yeah. mm. the Aprilia boss said no. So, so there's if... no, there, so there are only two, way, two ways out. Finishing on a Yamaha or finishing at the end of this year. And I was say, just yeah. going to say, if, if what, what do you think about this being his last year? How realistic do you think that is? And when would we know if that's what's going to happen? Look, he said at the beginning of the year that he was, he was deciding after the first five, six Grand Prix. So this means, again, Mugello. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mugello that's Barcelona. convenient. Mm. Home race. If you, if you see his results... <laughs> Mm. Yeah, you know, I think, but at the same time, I I did speak with Yamaha people who have a close contact with him, and they said, "Look, you journalists are saying that he will quit because he can't. He is having a hard time." He said, "You are completely wrong because mm. Valentino looks at it as the his last challenge." Yep. It's another last... chapter to his to the Rossi book, right? Yeah, the last one. He said, no, this is my last chance. I have to get out of here. Okay, what... I don't know if it's violins or it's reality, no? Yeah. So what, what's what's your gut feel, though, Manuel? And bearing in mind, obviously, you've, you've, you've told us before as well, it's it's not just Rossi and Yamaha in this equation. It's MotoGP. It's Carmelo Eppoli. It's his himself. merchandise. It's it, the it, label. It's the crowds. It's the... Yeah, look, I before talking with these guys from Yamaha, or this guy, especially one, I was convinced, and I still stick on it, that Valentino cannot quit without uh, fans on the on the tracks. That know? might yeah. not happen for five years. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think in Italy, in Italy this season we will have again people. They yeah. are talking so. in Barcelona, 
don't mm-hmm. think, you know that probably we go to Texas at the end of the year. And mm. if we go to Texas, there will be spectators for mm. sure. Yep. Yep. Uh, so my, my opinion was that Valentino cannot just close the door and said, okay, guys, nice to have met you. No, mm. you know, he's like, I don't know who is the big star in cricket. I know that you, you like Shane Stu Warne. that. Oh, really? <laughs> is his name? No, Shane, Shane Warne. Warne. You know, this super exciting game that lasts yeah. five days. Amazing. Five days. <laughs> you reckon anyone <laughs> that's listening to us in cricket? It's a gentleman's sport. In MotoGP, you know the result in 45 minutes. In cricket, yeah. in five days. <laughs> cricket, you fall asleep and then you go, oh, crap, I just missed something. <laughs> and the result <laughs> is this. 300, 352 to four. Sorry? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cricket. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So uh, again, I would say, look, if you look at the big picture, it's very understandable to think in a fa- farewell tour mm-hmm. for Valentino's goodbye. Okay. All the circuits, all, all the 20 circuits of the calendar would so- sell out. Oh, no? for sure. All, all. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. That's, that's all the t-shirts, all the, <laughs> it would be a huge promotion for, for Dorna. It, it would be a immense income for VR46 merchandising. Yeah. Immense. Look, if you count uh, an average of, let's say to make it easy, 100,000 people on, on each track. Yeah. Okay. You sell 100,000 t-shirts for sure, or caps or whatever. Mm-hmm. If each of them, how much? $35, $50? Just Times 20. <laughs> Yeah, they're ridiculous giving, expensive giving away that money for nothing people are gonna buy that stuff no matter what though even once he chooses to retire and off he goes yeah and he's a yes true but if whatever. you are at the track if you are at the yeah, track you're gonna yeah yep you're gonna buy it that that last course even yeah even mm. the, the worst and then the promotion you know for the promoters having the full house for oh. Dorna. No Dorna. one's even gonna Everyone. know who's winning the races that year. No one's gonna care. No one's gonna. No one's gonna care who the bloody world champion is. It's just gonna be Rossi's last year. Rossi's yeah. last ride. No, no. Imagine the last the celebration lap or how do you call oh, after the. Oh God! Yeah. On each circuit, it would be something manic. It's gonna be crazy, especially jello, those ones. Jello, you know. Yes, those ones around Europe where they can't keep the fans off the track. It's gonna be insane. <sighs> Imagine the absolutely... Italian in Mugello, yes. in Misano. Oh, my God. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> that, that would be People absolutely... are going to get hurt. Yeah, madness, yeah. madness. Yeah. And Valentino, 20 of these, you know, 20 yeah. of these. And it will happen in Argentina. It will happen yep. in Japan, all over the world. How yeah. can He'll be you ready to retire that? afterwards. Stu, <laughs> stay perfectly still. Manuel, I know what, I know what Rossi's looking at in that picture. He's like, well, why has this old fart got his arm on my back tire? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, well, get I, off was my bike. I was looking at my picture and oh. I didn't understand. <laughs> oh, he's like, get off my bike. Get off my bike. What are you doing? Because I'm actually, yeah, for, those, for, for, great, those, for those that don't know, I'm sitting on a sofa. So I've got to, yeah. Oh. I've got to, yeah. That's fantastic. Um, it's comfy. Say. So, so Manuel, what are your thoughts? Like, whether it's the end of this year or the end of next year or whenever it is, is Valet going to 
have some kind of an active role in the VR46 team moving forwards? Or is he just going to go and bugger off and um, make babies with his beautiful model girlfriend and drive rally cars? <laughs> That'd be terrible well, for him, let, won't it? Poor thing. Let, let me, just to finish, let me end the, the previous uh, topic because yep. about retiring with the farewell part, the, yep. these guys from Yamaha, this guy from Yamaha I spoke with said to me, look, Valentino doesn't give a damn. Nice. So if he, everyone can explain him what you mean, and Yama said, and the, we are, have been working for this for years because they know what this will meant uh, for them, will mean for mm -hmm. them. They said, look, Valentino wakes up one day and said, look, I have enough. And he just goes and he doesn't give a damn mm -hmm. for anything, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so he said to me, you, us, and we are everything preparing and looking forward and preparing this for years. But you know how Valentino is. One day he wakes up and said, adios, and, uh, I go. Yep. Nice. Whoever he chooses to do it, we'll all, I know everyone will be supporting him. And Yeah, we will. we got footage to watch for years. Hey, who knows? He might come out and win next week. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, but look, uh, also talking with uh, technicians and they told me, look, for somebody who is in his situation in that well, it's very, very difficult to get out yeah. because yeah. you don't catch up in, in two Grand Prix. You know, if you come back, it's like one tenth in a Grand Prix, mm -hmm. another tenth in the... It's like a ladder, you know? It's not yeah. like magic bang now i yeah. am fast again it, mm -hmm. it it doesn't happen like this yeah exactly exactly so so yeah going back to the question about will you have an active role in the vr46 team what do you reckon he <laughs> uh, avoided that didn't he Stu? i saw he did, what he yeah. did there you know, you, yeah. you know, it'll be you know well, that, it'll be uche and those guys will it he's journalist the, the, Val the valentino the real valentino in his good times he there were times where he was late at the practice session <laughs> yeah. So Fair said enough. this too. Yeah, you you've answered that question. I, I I can't I can't imagine him arriving at eight uh, eight thirty in the morning at the track. He has never done it. Not no. even when he won was winning. the example for the young lads. <laughs> no. He'll go watch him race. I like you see him come out and just see the guys for a minute. Like, and I'm let you know, look. Imagine something, Andra. This is very important. He started in the championship when he was 16. Mm. He's 42. Mm. His life is traveling. His life is going every two weeks to a race. Attention, people taking photos of you everywhere Yeah, you but go. This, is the, this is the bad part. The bad mm. he doesn't like. But his way of living, you know, can you imagine, well, like he said, when he was locked down, he felt alone. He felt he, mm. he was missing this. So... Mm -hmm. Valentino, when he retires, you can, I am sure, he will invent to race in car racing, in rallies, whatever. He sitting on the pit wall, meow, yeah. you know, yeah. meow. He'll, he'll, he'll find something to be around the environment somehow. He'll have his yeah. ranch going, he'll have his boys still coming out yeah. for no, a he needs, he needs to compete. Yes. He has been doing this from 16 to 42. Imagine just cutting. You know, and say no. Now you will have a normal life. We'll buy him a oh, ride no, on He'll lawnmower. never have a normal life ever. Impossible. <laughs> yeah. It's no way. No way. Exactly. Exactly. 
All right, wonderful. So there you go. I think we've we've pretty much solved the uh, the the equation of valet. We we uh, we know that he's just going to keep riding, as as Andrew says, until he's forty six, and then when he's forty six, he's number forty six. He's going to maybe think about retiring, but then he's maybe probably more likely he's going to find something else to go and race. Maybe he'll get an electric wheelchair and he'll just be racing electric wheelchairs until he's ninety six. Look, look, I, I was thinking the other day. I don't know when Pedro Acosta was born. But not very long Pedro ago. Acosta, yeah. <laughs> Gotta be close. I don't know if it Valentino, the last time Valentino won the championship was in 2009. Are you mm-hmm. saying Pedro Acosta could be Rossi's love child? <laughs> <laughs> Thought I'd just chuck that out there. <laughs> it's official. It's been said. It's official. Must be true. Oh, All indeed. Right. Wonderful. So All right. It's it's so funny to see Valentino racing with him. Did you see these photos on the social where he he has photos with all his they're all little now his rivals, yeah, all, all were kids. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so it's amazing. Funny. God, he's he's seen some cool things. Experience. Absolutely cool wonderful. Things. I've seen I've seen one as well. There's I've I've seen a MotoGP one and there's a Formula One version of this. But what it is, it's it's a um, it's like you know the opening of the Brady Bunch where you've got like nine or 10 characters and then yeah. they do the, the, they, they do in the, um, the tick, not the tick, the Snapchat filters to make them look really, really old. Yeah. And it's, it's like, Oh, all the motor, the current motor GP riders when they're 96 and you look at it and you go, Oh yeah, it's Mark Marquez, but old. Oh yeah. It's Vinales, but old. And you go down the bottom, it's Rossi. And he's exactly the now- same. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same picture. <laughs> And there's one, there's one in F1. It's the same. They're all really old, but Kimi Raikkonen, he's just exactly the same because he's the same, same thing, indeed. And right. yeah, that's what it's like. He's always going to be there. All right, fantastic, Th- okay. wonderful. So Andrew, we before a... we go, oh, I was just sitting here going, oh, I feel really humbled and nice after this chat. It's a bit of a different tone. It's not sad. It it's not happy. It's just a. <sighs> no, it's not sad. You know, no. we don't have. I think people shouldn't be sad. Uh, about uh, Valentino, no. Oh, they should. They should be reveling in in the, in the fact that there's a there's a guy who's holding the sport, not holding it together, but he's that central glue that that anyone in MotoGP can 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 relate to. He's such a constant, and he's he's established a legacy that's going to keep going as well mm-hmm. after he stops racing. I think it's wonderful, and you know he has to be respected overall. Yep. Oh, I think yep. he's got that and he always will. No one can take no, that away, can they? He's got it from me, that's for sure. Mm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Definitely. Let's All right, see what's happening in, Le- in Le Mans. Le Mans is a good circuit for him. He has done there very well. So very now, segue. after doing all this, maybe he finishes on the podium. So Stay, if that happens, <laughs> I called it. I'm just reminding you of that. Exactly. What are so, your tips for the weekend, Andra? Who are you thinking? Oh, I what's the Andra podium? Uh, Manuel, what do you think? I want to say Fabio, but I don't know how he's recovered from his surgery. Yeah, well, he's had two weeks. He would be. He would be two weeks. No, it's the next weekend. Yeah, and he had the the operation last week. Two weeks. Uh, I mean, okay, no, uh, I would say okay. (laughs) I'm going to peck out on the podium. Peck on the podium. Yep. I would and, say on the podium, Mir on podium. Peck on podium. I would say Vinales on podium because I trust. Oh, he has had a couple of bad weeks. You reckon he's doing yeah, a good he's, one? He's, yes. he's been up and then he's been back down and now he's coming back up again. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. The stars are aligning. Yeah. I'm struggling with the emotional roller coaster of MotoGP, as in last year I couldn't stand pole, wasn't a Fabio fan. And now this year I'm like, I want Fabio to win and Paul's yeah. all right. I don't hate him anymore. And I like yeah. Zarco and I'm, I'm feeling very um, bipolar because well, I just keep switching oh how I feel about them all. Zarco is Marco there. And and you know, is, yeah. you know, following our theory of up and downs, it's time for Rince to do a result. Eh? Now it's time for Rince to fall off again. He'll... <laughs> <laughs> he crashed in Le Mans last year when he was fighting for the second. Exactly, so, exactly. And then there's yeah, Jack. Okay. something. And, and Jack, Jack's on fire now. He's had yep. all that pressure taken off. I don't bloody know. Mm. All right. I'm going Zarko for the win. However, oh, the baguette cool. falls. Yep. However, the baguette falls. Yeah. I'm going, I'm going Zarko for the win. Mir on the podium and Pekka on the podium. You That's my podium, that people. <laughs> I say, I, I see, I see Rins on the podium. Rins on the podium. Nice. Yes. I see Valentino fourth. I had oh, a vision. I had wow. a vision. I had a vision. And the win, yes, Zarko is also on the podium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that broccoli. Uh, was yeah. a good <laughs> Wee wee. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like I was just watching an episode of Cheech and Chong with you two. Exactly. <laughs> Wonderful. All right. We'll get going. Okay. Andrew, before we go, you got any Oh, that's right. You the, asked uh, me this viewers. question before, yes, I but I was yep. having a little moment. Um, Do the like subscribe thing oh, and then we have that ready watch this, this is going to pop up make sure you like and subscribe on youtube just like that i don't know which way <laughs> i am on the screen um instagram twitter drop us messages tell your friends read moto um, read, mo- <laughs> read the John T- i give up somebody. every time Get yourselves over to BasinoGP.com. Especially tell your enemies. Yes. (laughs) Because probably you will have more enemies than friends. We know. You will indeed. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. So make sure you tune into the MotoGP this weekend. It's the Le Mans round, not the Le Mans round. It's the Le Mans round. And we're going to, I reckon we're going to see a Frenchman on the podium. See how we go. That's our insights into Valentino Rossi. If you agree with it, let us know. If you disagree with it, please definitely let us know. Tell us your Uh, thoughts. Yeah, tell us your thoughts, definitely. And we love it when, when our, uh, our viewers engage with us. Until, until next time, we'll see you all again soon. Bye. Bye. Adios.